Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer morning, Don morning. McClain with us. Good morning, everybody. Everybody say morning. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Oh, crazy what Thursday, is, huh? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Living that post-hump day slump. Right? This is slump day. You know, Thursday's my favorite. Uh, slump day. Besides Friday. Friday's a given, right? Everybody likes Friday. Oh, yes, I really enjoy a Thursday. Okay, good. There's something good about it because then you feel a little energized to work. Yeah. You know that the majority of it's behind you. Yeah. Tomorrow's Friday. Mm-hmm. It's it's my favorite. What's your favorite non-Friday day of the week? Yeah, I'm asking it. Hmm. I do like a Saturday morning. Okay, we're not talking. We're talking about the work week. Okay, Thursday it is. Saturday morning. <laughs> you think I like Thursdays more than Saturdays, Donna? Oh, sorry. I, I, <sighs> you know, I zoned out for a second. All right. So I'm sorry. What, what was your answer? Uh, Thursday. You do like Thursdays as well. I do. Well. Thursdays are great. Don, we're asking hard-hitting questions today, yeah. learning about each other. Yes. Your favorite work day of the week, not Friday? I'm going to say Monday morning. Okay, talk to me about that. Because you haven't made any mistakes yet. You're mm. like, this week's going to be good. Oh, we're it's gonna a fresh get a, start. We're going to yeah. get a lot of stuff done. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be completely weird and say Monday. I like it. That, okay. Me okay with that. <laughs> okay, done. Okay, though. <laughs> hey, by the way, I got to tell you, ladies, um, I got I got fitted yesterday for a for custom clothing for a custom suit for the first time in my life. I've never experienced something like this before. I've never worn anything custom oh. over on the Twin Cities Live side. Um, we have a new partnership with King Brothers Clothiers, who have come on our show multiple times. They are the guys. They make Love suits. Love them. Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. I mean, if you can outfit a seven-footer, there's a guy, the tallest man in America, hmm. lives in Minnesota. Oh, really? He's seven foot nine inches tall. Wow. Lives in Duluth, and um, they make suits for him. They make suits for the like the world's strongest man, that super big guy who was in Game of Thrones at one point, mm-hmm. Bjorn, or let's oh, just call him the Bjorn. mountain. The mountain. They make suits for him. So if they can make suits for these guys, they can make suits yeah, for a father of four. Nothing like a custom fit. Oh, suit. they're fun at parties too. They are really I've fun them. dudes. They're just and they're they're twins. Danny and Kenny. I don't King. know which one I was talking to, but I didn't know I had a great for a, conversation. <laughs> yesterday was my first time really having full confidence of who was who. Okay, they look very similar. They make suits for Jason. That's where I met them, and one of Jason's. Oh, oh yes, yes. And they're so then you know that they're lovely. So Jason yes. has experienced the goodness of this. I've never, I've had tailored suits. Uh-huh. I've had you know you get like athletic fit, slim fit. Custom is so different. They measured every part of me. Mm -hmm. And they were doing, you know, they do like your your wrist, your forearm, Mm -hmm. your bicep, 14 inches, your chest, around your arms. Now lift your arm up, around your stomach. Uh, And then they were doing ones for like pants. Imagine holding a measuring tape Mm -hmm. at your, the button of your jeans and then they take the measuring tape and go underneath your undercarriage mm-hmm. and they pull it up to the back side of your belt so that they know exactly what the seat of your pants is. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what's the difference with all this as opposed to just getting it, you know, looking up your size and then getting your size? But they said every human body is made differently and has its own things that are uneven. So guess what? What? My right arm hangs down lower than my left arm. That's one thing I found out yesterday. 
I'm an asymmetrical beast walking the streets. Why are you getting this suit? For Twin Cities Live. We have a oh. partnership with them. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that then I can get some new... talk about it. And... Some new digs uh, for, for, to wear on the show. But it was really just a fascinating um, experience of all the places that they measured me. Now, Donna, you have a bit of a, how do I say, hoity-toit in your um, voice right now. I'm I guessing can't. that you, I'm guessing, that, oh, you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Everybody yeah, knows yeah. that who's gotten custom. No, no, how no, many no. times have you worn custom before? Tell I us never, everything. I would love to. I would love to have clothing that fits my body and nobody else's mm-hmm. that yeah. would be great. great no i was in a long-term relationship with a lawyer and he did not own one suit that was not custom oh everything was custom really did he yes. did they look pretty good on him yeah. yeah yeah i mean it just looks like like you know how dolly parton looks mm-hmm. all the time like everything fits her like a glove mm-hmm. yeah that's that must be so great to know that every piece of clothing in your closet is going to fit like, you know, it, let's just say you're, you know, you're a size eight. Okay. And as a, as a woman, you go to a store, not every size eight is created mm-hmm. equally. So true. Like some pants are shorter on you. Some ride up your butt. Some yes. are tight in the waist. And it's all, it, there is no such thing as like one size fits all. You what know, is your crotch depth? My crotch depth, I, I think. That's a measurement. Yeah. I, my crotch depth, if that was that full um, undercarriagey thing. <laughs> yeah. I was at a nineteen point five. Oh, Thank you very hello. much. Yeah, so I was pretty impressed with that. Yeah. This will, I, I can't wait to see you in this. I can't wait, and it's fun because we're going to be doing different suits throughout the year, and it's it's uh it's just really cool. Oh, and then you get to go and sit down and look at all the fabrics that they have, <sighs> and they're like, "What kind of prints do you like? What kind of colors are you drawn to?" And then it was real quick. We narrowed it down, and then I'm like, "All right, that's a general idea. Now I'll just trust you guys and tell me when to." come back and pick it up but it's really good for like bridal parties you know if you're getting married they do some cool stuff um, do they do the actual suit making themselves donna this is a great question thanks i don't know okay i think they are the they're the only master bespoke clothiers in the twin cities if i read the thing right on their wall Hmm. which kind of like think like a master sommelier you know, where you have to go yeah. through all these levels. They are the only ones who do it like they do it At and got to this level. master bespoke, meaning just like purely custom okay. um, that you can find. So Great. And wh- who are they called again? They're the King Brothers Clothiers. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, Kenny and Danny King. But it was a lot of fun. It was just a, a little one. So we're, we'll have a story up, I think, next week on Twin Cities Live to show you what that experience was like. Well, I, so <laughs> I asked suit them. fits. I said, do I suck in when you guys are measuring me? What do you want? And they said, let it all hang out. So I, re- I relax my abdomen. Really relax. <laughs> and it yeah, came out. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Have a little wiggle room. Well, you know what they bigger. said. Maybe they put s- some uh, uh, stretchy material in the waist. Yeah. Well, some of, the, some of them do have stretchy material. Uh, they said that they built all of their jackets, though, with four inches of extra fabric hidden on the inside mm. yes. so that so you can grow or baby. if you need to shrink a little bit, you could shrink a little bit. Because they, they those two guys, by the way, went through a massive physical transformation in the last year. When they were first on our show, they were considerably heavier than they were now. And they, they made a choice and said, we're going to get our lives in order. They kept coming back every few months and we were like, what is going on? Yeah. And they just started eating healthier uh, living healthier 
and working out, and they look incredible. They're like just in such control of their health right now. That's so that awesome. was really fun. But they said they've had to resize themselves and get new suits all throughout the last year because they just keep shrinking. Wow, Steve, you should get a plaid, like a purple plaid. Well, they were suit. They were showing. There's there's all sorts of prints. I leaned to. There was like a kind of like a. Pinkish maroony. There was a green. There was a really nice blue, like Ooh, like yes. vibrant blue that we saw. You'd look good in blue or green. I think those are the colors that I was most attracted to. I'm not a big fan I'm of attracted. a of a black suit jacket on me. Hmm. Guys, thank you. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> okay, though. <laughs> okay, though. Um, we gotta go. All right. Okay. Um, hey, by the way, Throwback Thursday music trivia coming up in hour three today at eleven yes. thirty. I will be quizzing Donna, which is going to be a whole lot of fun. And uh, don't forget, if you have an impression of one of us as we're stupid, you can go to the MyTalk1071 homepage, MyTalk1071.com. Post your impression there. You could win a spot on our show. When we come back, how about the really, really cheap, dumb plastic thing that a lot of Europeans take home as a souvenir from America? I think this is pretty dumb. And I'll tell you about it next on MyTalk. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. When did you get here? I've been here the whole time. Hey, I want to oh. talk with you about my underwear again, if I may. Oh, God. All right, listen. You know that I love my chill boys. They are bamboo boxer briefs. But here is what's happening. I've loved them from the first time that I put them on my legs. Instantly felt the difference. So cool and so comfortable. So now, anytime that I have to put on some stupid underwear uh-huh. that aren't chill boys, uh-huh. I feel like an idiot. You should. You should. They are a local company offering great men's underwear. But can I point out, Steve, that mm-hmm. um, ladies, if you're tired of thongs making you feel like you've got a constant wedgie, <laughs> might I suggest you get yourself a pair of soft bamboo boxers from Chill Boys? I've always said that I would never wear a thong, but I'll tell you this. If my buddies at Chill Boys made a thong, <laughs> I'd try it on. I'm just saying I would try it on. Hey, if you want more information, you can go to chillboys.com. Chill boys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Steve, will you let me participate in this game? In this oh, game we call. I wish you wouldn't have sprung this on me. Oh, um, man. Yeah, on a, I think on a probationary period, I would be open to that. Okay, cool. Here we go. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Donna Valentine with a thing that'll make you go, huh? If you tell people to pick a number between 12 and 5. 7. Yes. Is that right? 95% of the people will choose 7. No way. Why did you choose 7? I don't know. It's just a number that came to my head. Apparently, maybe subconsciously, you are automatically subtracting... Five from twelve. Okay, I thought maybe and maybe also you're seeing the two and the five and quick adding that together too, and that's seven. Oh, just seeing. interesting. There you go. That's all I have. Bye, that's Donna. Great. That's really great. Thanks, Don. That was really cool. I didn't have time to think of my answer though, since Steve answered. So I know, quickly. and I should have waited for you. I'm sorry. Well, it wasn't your fault. What would you have chosen? I don't know anymore. Probably she seven. W- <laughs> she wouldn't have said seven because then I said seven. She would have felt the need to deviate. Yeah, you're probably right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're so, probably right. Because then I'm it would have seemed like she was to be sad. me. Yeah. <laughs> I hate numbers. <laughs> <laughs> numbers and geography. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, man.
fun to be alive. Um, so here's what Europeans are taking home as souvenirs. They're from America? From these United States. Red Solo Cups. <laughs> They're a popular souvenir for European tourists, and mm-hmm. they take it home after they visit the United States and say, See, they I do exist. America. Don't, okay. They don't Aren't have. they made in another country? Donna. I just assumed. Um, who knows? Oh, no. I don't know, yeah. but they see yeah. them a lot in TVs, TV shows and movies. Yeah, like frat party things. Oh, it was invented in Chicago, actually. They're made in Urbana? Where, Where is, it? is Urbana? that? Urbana. Is Urbana in this country? No. Can't be. Hang on. Urbana. Where? It's Urbana. Is well, here Urbana. we go into geography. It's a city again. in uh, Illinois. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, go. I thought it was near Chicago. USA. Chicago. USA. Chicken in a car and a car can't go? Chicago. That's how I was taught Chicago. Chicken in a car and a car can't go. What is Chicken that? Chicken in a car and a car can't go. Chicago. I don't know. That's what anytime someone says Chicago. Chicken in a car and a car can't go. Chicago. Am a crocoletta, crocoletta. A crocoletta, crocoletta. Ah. Humpa, humpa. Ah. Squiggly, squiggly. Did we? Humpa. How do you do the S's? Oh, just crooked letter. Oh, that's the crooked letter? Yeah. Oh, see, now I can't even spell it. Okay. Okay, though. <laughs> okay, though. The, <laughs> the average fast food burger contains meat from 55 different cows. Why? Uh, that seems inefficient, does it not? Hmm. You know why? They just mush it all together oh, in one vat. Gross. Ew, yep. David. Put it all in there. It's like meat from 55 cows in one big thing. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's churning it with a wooden paddle. Mm, I think they're just grinding imagine the it. Sounds that it's yeah, making. it's going through a machine. No, no, this is hand. It. This is hand churned. Okay, Steve. All right, <laughs> and then imagine it's your story. Okay, you. and imagine the sounds now of them getting that boat paddle through the cow's meat. No, a lot of noises that you would not like. Don't imitate them. Why would I imitate them? <sighs> Stop it! No, what? <sighs> That really makes me want to punch you. Yeah. <laughs> yep, me yeah, too. Yeah, like hard. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me want to take your head and just <laughs> rattle it. Yeah. I kind of want to stomp on go, him and just... Uh, and maybe kick you in the kneecap. And maybe, like, get you in a headlock and give you noogies. Yeah, and kick you in the butt. Yeah, that for sure. And then take your knees out when you're standing. Uh-huh. I said that one. That's what... Well, oh, you did? Yeah, oh, I did. Bad. Step on his foot, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to leave that all as clean audio so that they could use it in court. <laughs> and it began with on-air verbal threats. Can we isolate that audio, please? That really makes me want to punch you. <laughs> Hard. Hard. Like, there's nothing else you can do that would make me want to physically harm you, other than that. I don't know. I don't know. That's No, not that true. mouth noise is... You're asking... Him to up yeah. his game, and oh, we yeah. don't need to go down that road. Yeah. Good point. I'll put a dead squirrel on your steering wheel. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would have found it dead. I wouldn't have killed it. Oh. Easy, PETA. You guys ever gotten emails from PETA? No. Yeah. I'm, it's crazy, right? You mentioned PETA, and they have some Minnesota rep who will reach out to you. I've mentioned them offhanded. I've 
provoked them on Twin Cities Live, and then I'll get an email like, ah, Steve, we saw you talking about this. Just so you know, here's a better way of doing that. Thanks, Uh your friends at PETA. (laughs) Wow. Oh, if they I'm met sure me in an alley. Have a lot to say about your meat grinding segment. Yeah, they'd be saying the same thing that you ladies just said. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to punch him. Mm-hmm. Do you know that a quinceanera is the girl, Donna? What <laughs> is the girl celebrating her fifteenth birthday? Not the name of the celebration itself. Hmm. So oh. you technically you wouldn't say like I'm going to a quinceanera. She is a quinceanera. She is a quinceanera. A person celebrating the birthday. Yes. Okay. The girl celebrating the birthday. But then if it's a boy, would it be a quinceanero? I don't think they do it. Oh, it's only for the ladies. Hey, ladies! I don't, I absolutely do not know that. Hang on. Okay. And I just said it, and then I go, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) We we got a tweet from one of our regular listeners, Cindy, um, just saying basically thanks for keeping the balance between, like, idiocy and, you know, intelligence going. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm the idiot today. Uh, Me too. All right, guys, I gotta go. It's up to you, Steve. Yep. Steve, it's all on you. What do you got coming up? Boom. Uh, the Rock just found his co-star in his new superhero movie. It's not who you think it would be. I'll tell you who. Nah. If you're a parent like me, you understand how hard it can be to work out at home. That's why you will love going to the Y. They have group exercise classes, and it's safe and clean with limited admittance, hand sanitizer everywhere, and well-spaced equipment. And you can even earn a free month if you join by March 31st. So just go to ymcanorth.org. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Where are you been oh. hiding? Hey, Steve. Hey. Do you want a, um, would you like an introduction for your segment? You know what, Donna? That, that, that really adds some panache to it, Here please. We go. Welcome to the rock. I want to talk! This is Rock Talk. Just get me the rock. I want to talk! Where Donna and Steve talk about the rock. I want to talk! It's really good. The Rock in his heyday in the WWE, what he could do with the crowd, how they would do a call and response, it was such a cool time in wrestling. And he and his nemesis, Stone Cold Steve Austin, were the best to ever do it. It was just incredible. When he could do that one raise of the eyebrow, and boom, the whole audience, 30,000 people are wrapped around his little finger. It's no wonder that he has transferred into true movie stardom something that hasn't happened for other wrestlers like hulk hogan he tried uh mr like the nanny he Mm. did something like that he did these suburban commando he had a really bad show that i used to regularly watch as a kid called thunder in paradise sweet intro song to that Mm. really great john cena is trying to get there and he could get there he could get to a similar level he's got that natural likability uh, he's got a good sense of humor. The question would be, will he? Will people buy into him as being the true leading man in action movies? Anyway, 
Uh, the Rock, his latest movie that he's working on is called Black Adam. And this comes from the DC universe of superhero movies. And why this is really important to The Rock is he never got he never got cast in any of the Marvel movies. Mm. And he's just been, you know, hoping and waiting for the right one. And now this character, Black Adam, who I know very little about, uh, is going to come to life. Production will officially start in Atlanta in April. And if you follow The Rock like some 225 million people do Jeez. on Instagram, he's always working out. And he says for Black Adam, he wants to be in the best shape of his life. And by the way, The Rock's like 48. And he is... Someone showed a picture the other day of him now versus 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when he was a professional wrestler. He is in considerably better shape now. Wow. He works out twice a day. He's he's insane. He'll go on five hours of sleep. Follow The Rock on Instagram for a week. You'll either love him or hate him because he'll either inspire you or make you feel really crappy about your life because he just gets after it. Well, he is now going to be starring opposite Pierce Brosnan playing a DC superhero called Dr. Fate. He will now be, uh, and they're, they're, Pierce Brosnan will play a good guy in this. Mm. And, uh, and Black Adam, I believe, is a good guy, at least in this movie, but he also goes against Shazam. Ooh. Which is a, a movie that came out a couple of years ago that critics really liked. And, I remember uh, watching that show as a kid. Shazam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you should check out the new one with Zachary Levi. Is the star in that? It's good. It's a fun, you know, not taking itself too seriously superhero movie. But anyway, he eventually, I guess, would go head to head with The Rock and Black Adam, but. Um, the Rock will now be sharing the screen with the former James Bond that is Pierce Brosnan. So you'll have his... Pierce Brosnan always has a smoldering look, doesn't he? With <laughs> yeah. his eyes. They're yeah. never fully open. They're never wide open. It always looks pretty sexy. And he'll be going against the people's eyebrow that is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> people's eyebrow. <laughs> and by the way, the last time we saw Pierce Brosnan... Donna, we both saw this, was in the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, yeah. He was great. He was really great in that. He played Will Ferrell's disappointed dad. <laughs> Which really makes you realize how old Pierce Brosnan is because right. I I would have never thought that he could be old enough to play Will Ferrell's dad. Will's yeah. got to be in his 50s. Let's see. Piercy is 67. Oh. Yeah, see... And Will Ferrell. He's got to be 50. He's 53. <gasps> wow. He's okay. 53. Adam Sandler's 54. Jim Carrey, 59. Hmm. And finally, Herman Zoe is... Deschanel, 41. Go ahead. Pee Wee Herman is uh, um, almost 70. <gasps> no. Wow. And don't forget that um, documentary on him is coming out soon. Oh. Oh, my gosh. I'll be watching that. Pee Wee is 68. Oh, my gosh. Oh, 68. Yeah, you're right. He's almost 70. That's incredible. Wow. Time flies. all growing up, guys. Yep. Yep. Every day, one day closer to death. (laughs) That's the bottom line. Ooh. I know. Wow. That took a turn. Okay. (laughs) Anybody else have anything? Uh, Well, I do have something about somebody who committed murders. Uh, We'll (laughs) take it. Okay, (laughs) I'm excited about this. Evan Peters has just landed a major role. Evan Peters, of course, 
Spider-Man? Um, Ryan, no, uh, Ryan Murphy's muse for American Horror Story. He's in all of them. Oh. Um, he has been cast in a Netflix series called Netflix Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. He'll be playing Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm. And this is a Ryan Murphy project. Um, also, Variety says that Niecy Nash is going to be Glenda Cleveland, Dahmer's neighbor, who alerted police and the FBI of his behavior. Mm. So that's a cool casting right there. Are you going to watch this? Oh. Yeah, we've right. got Penelope Ann Miller's going to be his mom. Richard Jenkins is going to play Dahmer's father. Oh, he's great. Um, so that is, yeah, 10 episodes coming from... He did a really great job with the um, Versace murder, the Andrew Cunanan. Oh, so good. That was so good. So I have a lot of hope that he's going to do a great job with this. It's also going to be told from the, uh, through the eyes of his victims. Oh, okay. And examines scary. his white privilege and the law enforcement involved with a critical lens depicting at least 10 times that Dahmer was apprehended by police but not prosecuted. Oh, mm. so close. Right, right. right. Um, when you say uh, he did a great job with the um, Versace, mm-hmm. is that what you said? Who are you talking about? Ryan Murphy? Ryan Murphy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I was just that trying that to... was fantastic. Oh, yeah. So good. So, so good. Hmm. Are you going to watch I don't ever want to eat yes. a person. Sorry. Oh, sure. Well, I don't think it's sure. anyone's first choice unless you are a murderer. But you've been chosen as the one we're going to eat first on the staff. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. right. So that's you right. won't have to. We will have to. Yeah, don't worry about Who's it. Who's going to yeah. take the first bite of me, though? Um, Who's Kenny? The hungriest person. I was going to say, who's going to be just... You know, ruthless enough, savage enough to just say, I'll bite that. I, I will. <laughs> I'm going to call the calf right now. <laughs> Wait, Brian calf. at our calf is going to be yes. involved in cooking me? Uh, no, I want, uh, no, I want your calf. Your calf oh. muscle. Oh, I thought you I meant thought, the cafeteria too. And I was like, you're no, going to turn Brian on me. He has nothing no, to do. He doesn't no. want to cook me. I'm a faithful sure, customer. Let's get him involved too. Uh, no, I mean, like, whenever you call the front seat, you're yeah. like, I'm saying that's okay. The you're calling it yeah, like calling walking cat. around. You could walk around yeah, with my is. whole knee down, and it would be like the turkey leg at the state fair. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just <laughs> oh, noshing on it throughout the day. Mm, yeah, this has turned yeah real, real weird. weird, and that's my fault. So no, yep. no. What else do we have? Always blame Steve. Waiter, Sharon? could we see your skin menu, please? <laughs> Ew. Oh God. Um, by the way, we did get an email from a listener who is a vegetarian, oh, and she no. said that you're making it hard to listen and to stop it wait you mean like current like right now um yeah this, this oh, oh no not right now but when you were making noises and dawn and i said that we would punch you oh <laughs> oh they didn't even email me they kept it away now from me we've turned into this we really should have read that email earlier uh, you're right <laughs> yeah so now sorry. now sorry. how about you vegan vegetarian lady who's sorry. more offensive stevie boy making mouth meat noises or dawn talking about human flesh buffets she did say, ew, David, at the end of this. That's Natalie. <laughs> okay, Don't worry, enough. Natalie. We'll take care of Steve. Oh, we're going to do other things. Yeah. Sharon Osbourne, by the way, has lawyered up big oh, time sure. amid her the talk drama, which really is a full-blown scandal Ooh, at this yes. point. Um, 
She's being represented by a lawyer named Jeremy Reynolds, and um, he's doing her negotiations with CBS as they are investigating reports of an alleged racially insensitive and hostile environment on the show. Um, These complaints were sparked, of course, by Sharon Osbourne's recent exchange with Cheryl Underwood on the show. That forced the show off the air for two weeks so far. And Sharon wasted no time getting lawyers immediately on the case. This guy's got a strong reputation as a arbitration lawyer, handling negotiations, trial lawyer. She's expected to be fired. And she's not going to go down without a huge payout. I didn't know that she was expected to be fired. Oh, yeah. She said it on Twitter. Oh, I'm going to be the sacrificial lamb. Here we go. Boy, I read some things that I can't even say on the air about what Leah Remini Mm -hmm. said that she heard when she was on the talk that Sharon said about Julie Chen and um, Sarah Gilbert. Sarah Gilbert. Just terrible things about... The thing about Sharon is she probably thinks that everybody's down with her brashness, Mm -hmm. her jokes, but no. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Mm-mm. It's 2021. Right. We don't do that. Knock it off. Oh, yeah. We should have never been doing it. Right. Anyway, so that'll be uh, fun to see that drama unfold. By the way, Jay Leno, uh, I saw last night on Twitter, was trending, mm. apologizing for uh, former anti-Asian jokes that he made. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, I think a lot of folks are, you know. Come and, and he even referenced cancel culture, and he said, "Like I don't think that this is the latest in, in, in cancel culture. This is me actually owning up for things that were just objectively wrong." Yeah. So I thought that was that was yeah. a good thing. All right. Well, if you see something, you should say something, right? Yasqua. Yasqua. Well, Maine might be the first state to legalize something we didn't even know we wanted. Mm. I'll tell you about that, and also. An NHL referee is fired by the NHL after a hot mic caught him saying something pretty, 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 pretty controversial. Yeah. So we'll tell you about those two stories uh, when we come right back. And if you see something, say something on my talk. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. One oh seven one everything entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. This is interesting. Maine, the state of Maine. Boy, you're saying that. Maine. Mine? I, I both times I heard her say it before the break, and then just the first time she said it here, it sounded like she said mean. Maine. Maine. Like, you're Maine. Maine. Don't be don't be oh, Maine to people. Don't be Maine to me. <laughs> don't you be hey Maine. Carline, stop don't playing Maine. Maine. <laughs> Massachusetts. You're Maine. <laughs> the state of Maine. Did I say it right? That was good. Sure. Maine. Maine. We'll, we'll let it go. <laughs> Let's go. You're doing great, yes, Donna. Yes, no, we're just You're doing kidding. Great. Yeah, just, just come on. Just, hey. Already has the highest percentage of people picking cremation over getting buried. Okay. Mm. About three out of four people in Maine go for cremation. Oh. Or cremation. If this, so here's something they want to do. Okay. 
No, it's you good. Just... You're doing good. I'm sorry. Tell me more about cremation. I want to know. I want to learn, Donna. Please. Viking us. funerals are basically illegal everywhere in the U.S. There are two spots in Colorado where you can burn people's remains outdoors, but they only allow 12 funerals a year. One of them is Crestone, Colorado. Is that right? Yes. I'm not even going to ask how you know that. Um, (laughs) This may changing be okay. This might be changing because Maine is considering a bill right now that would legalize Viking funerals and open air cremations. Okay. The only requirements are you would have to do them through nonprofits that have at least 20 acres of space. Mm. Isn't this a weird story? It is weird. Are you, is the idea that you, and I don't mean to be sick here, but we're coming out of a lot of cannibalism talk. So what the (laughs) hell is the idea that you would see your loved one that you're then burning their body? I don't know. It's, Don, it sounds like you've been involved in one. Uh, I haven't, but I I just finished listening to a podcast about a missing girl who was from Crestone, uh, Colorado, and that is one of the only places in the country that has these open air, um, because it's it's a kind of a hippie thing is what it is. It's a Native American thing. I see. They do a ritual surrounding it. It's completely legal. They have to have a death certificate. It's all, they're sort of like an ordained type of a person, people that do this. You can't just go in your backyard and do it. You have to go through this service. Got it. Okay, so then the remains are set on fire outside and, I don't know, sent off to sea? That would be, yeah, it's like, that's where the Viking thing comes in. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I saw that story. I just thought I would get it out of my head and into someone else's. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Now this story. You know I'm a your athletic supporter here. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is not good. An NHL referee named Tim Peel, if you follow hockey, you probably even know who that is, has been fired by the league after a hot mic caught him saying he wanted to penalize the Nashville Predators... In their victory Tuesday night over the Detroit Red Wings, I here is a clip of the ref and what he said to another. Well, 42 to go in the second. It wasn't much, but I wanted to get a penalty against Nashville early. Mm. Yeah, you can't do that. Bye. Bye. Yeah, because then there's the integrity of the game. Exactly. And there have been too many referee scandals point-shaving scandals. There was a referee from uh, the NBA who was banned, Tim, something a few years ago. He was betting on the games, which means then that impacts how you call the game. (laughs) You know, you're thinking about the over-under, and you're like, foul. Oh, my God. Back to the line. So, yep, all it takes is... And by the way, I I would bet that he is not the only ref who has said something like that. I bet you that's ref talk all the time. Where it's like, oh, oh those sad. those punks. I That's awful. But I don't think it's that they're trying to throw the game. I think it could be, there. I'm sure there could be a variety of reasons that lead you to be like, yeah, we're going to be extra close on these guys. We'll find anything. But that doesn't make it right. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. They work for the league. it was a lead. lame call, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He, they, he called one guy for tripping a defenseman on the other team. 
How's that, Steve? It's a bias. Nice. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, okay, this guy was also removed from officiating a New Jersey Devils home game after he was photographed at a bar with a reporter. Mm. He was drinking, and I don't know if it was before the game or what the sitch was or if it was because he was with a reporter. I don't know. Anyway, he was going to retire next year anyway. Um, one guy put out a tweet that... He retweeted video of this Tim Peel taking a puck to the crotch mm-hmm. that actually ended up in the net. It bounced off his crotch. Yes, it bounced off his it's crotch. It's pretty awesome. spectacular he's down. He's down for the count, too. Yeah. Uh, oh. Here's a little bit of that audio. That's why we're seeing a lot of teams score some shorthanded goals. Uh, not the Panthers yet. Oh, oh no! Deflection of the net! And that, that's what it I saw it in a video because I wanted to see if a goal like that would count. The referee is very much part of the game, and that goal would count. I've never seen this. And Tim Peel. Tim Peel took one. He said to the midsection, but I guess that's kind of the midsection. He was knocked off his feet from this puck. It's like he flies in the air, and then he puts his hands to his head like, ouch. Yeah, we oh. uh, got to get that in slow motion. Mm. I will uh, put the video up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. Just look on the show links page. Okay? What do you guys, what, what do you, what is it like, me phrase it in a different way now. What do women think of the pain that men get when their testicles are hit? Like, do you, what comes to your mind because you've never experienced it? Like, what do you, what do you think? You see somebody get hit in the groin and then you're thinking... What? Describe to me what you think we feel. Um, it's funny because a lot of times guys get up afterwards and it to me, I'm like, that it looks like such a sensitive area that even just a little pink would be like painful. It's probably like, I always think of it as if you like fall down on your tailbone and there's like a zinging mm. sensation yeah. that's like so shocking and terrible. Like funny then, bone yeah, and then immediately you're sick to your stomach. Yes, this is good, Don. You're yeah. you're right there. It is yeah. a real stinging bite here an hour, but you're welcome. Sort of a sensation, and even I remember when we played basketball um, in high school, you would always get cup checked. So then you would just be like waiting, and then you're doing layup lines. Two people coming from yeah. opposite ends. One guy does a layup, the other guy gets a rebound, and then you would throw the ball back. And as you got back in the line, you would just walk by someone unsuspecting, and then just right oh, on their right on their nads. And it was like, oh, and all it takes is a flick, a light little tap. It's not being punched. Being punched is not the the thought as much as like a light smack from underneath is. Oh my it's a zinger. gosh, a real zinger. And, and then, then you, you feel it in your gut, probably. And you want to oh. fight the person who just did it to you. But, you know, you boys will be boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks for explaining that to us. You're welcome. Oh. Uh. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> my mom is texting me about all the ways she's seen human bodies burned on documentaries. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, in no. India, they wrap them in some material. And then they burn yeah. the bundle so you don't actually see the body. I've also seen them under a blanket of straw. Mom! <laughs> Get help. (laughs) We're sorry. We'll be right back. Bye, Don. Bye. Bye.